0: Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome to episode 277 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Today is an Ask Audrey episode and man, do we have some questions. We have some questions about... My labs are normal, but I know something's off. We have questions about uh, staying healthy through winter. We have questions about high iron levels. Um, We have questions about uh, autoimmune testing, about dust. I mean, the list goes on and on. I'm so excited to share these answers with you today. If this is your first time listening, then welcome... I'm Audrey. I'm a root cause clinician. I help women stop masking symptoms and start healing for good. Start healing from all those chronic issues that just won't go away, those autoimmune diseases. So if you are tired of Band-Aids, if you're tired of masking symptoms and ready to start your own root cause revolution, then you are in the right place. Before we dive into all the juicy questions from today's episode, I want to talk to you about a beautiful skincare company called Blissoma. You've heard me talk about the things that we put on our skin are just as important as the things we put in our mouth. It is critical that you are not using products that have uh, all of these things that can disrupt and interrupt the microbiome on your skin, but as well as the, your body. So we know that what we put on our skin is Uh, absorbed into our bloodstream within about 26 seconds. So this company, Blissoma is a beautiful skincare company. They offer a wide range of products that have micro and macro nutrients for your skin. And they provide your skin with the equivalent of a nourished and well-balanced skin diet. They offer online holistic skincare consultations with a Blissoma certified esthetician just so that you can find your ideal skincare routine. If you haven't given them a try yet, please do. You'll find the link in the show notes below this episode. And if you use co- code root cause, you can get 30% off of travel and trial sizes. So it gives you a wonderful incentive to Uh, try their products on. I've been using them for months now. My kids are using them and we just love them. Perfect for sensitive skin, any kind of skin issue you have. Nourish your body from the inside, of course, but also from the outside with Blisoma. All right, let's dive in. Our first question says, Audrey, when you get your labs done and they come back in the normal range, yet you know something is still off, what can we do? She goes on to say, I have a red rash on my arm. I feel like it's hormone related. I'm gaining weight yet I'm eating cleaner than I have in the past. And the last time I weighed this much, I was pregnant. Do you have any advice? Here's my advice. Firstly, big hugs. I know this is so frustrating. What is considered, you know, within normal limits or within the lab range on your lab report is very important, but it doesn't paint the entire picture as you're as you're realizing, as you're finding out. The conventional lab ranges actually tell us if there is an immediate or acute issue that needs to be dealt with. It doesn't always mean that there is a medication to give, but it does mean that there is some kind of action to take. Now, it's really common in my practice for people to come in because they know something's off, but their doc says their labs are normal and just to get over it, or they try to prescribe an antidepressant or something like that. And so when I look at labs, I look at them from a functional perspective, meaning I'm looking for underlying root causes, I'm looking for chronic issues. And often these labs will point to resolutions and relatively simple resolutions. So my suggestion to you is to send me your labs and let's look at what's really going on beyond those normal lab ranges. Now, if you are, um, I will respond this directly to the person that asked the question, but also if this is you, if this is something that you're experiencing, then I'll put the link to schedule a lab report review um, right here in the show notes. All right. Next question. This listener asks, what things should we be doing and taking right now since winter is coming to keep us healthy besides eating good? Now, y'all, anytime I hear winter is coming and I'm not picking on this person, <laughs> I think of Game of Thrones, like winter is coming, right? Um, but overall, that's a great question. And so one thing that I want to to tell to tell you is that most people need to be on a vitamin D plus K2 supplement. So if you're not on one, now is the time to get on one. Um, I recommend a sublingual drop. So a drop that goes under your tongue versus a pill that you have to swallow. Other things you might consider are omega-3s, um, some sort of antioxidant like vitamin C, carcetan, or both. And those can often be case-specific depending on what what's going on with you. And then it's also a good time to transition to those seasonal fall foods to make sure that you're getting the micronutrients that you need because Mother Nature often uh, provides us with the nutrients that we need going into the season as those seasonal fall foods change. Now, if you don't know what what's in season in your area, don't fret. That's not uncommon. Um, it can be difficult to tell now because we have uh, grocery stores that carry strawberries year-round, even though they're not in season year-round. Um, so one little hack to tell is if you have um, – If you, you can tell one way by the price, (laughs) if the price is super high, then it's likely something that's not in season, but I do have a list that I'll be sending out, uh, on next wellness Wednesday to my newsletter list that will have fall food changes for you to have a look at and start incorporating in your diet. So I hope that helps. Now, if you go to audreychristie.com forward slash full script, you'll find all of the clinician practitioner grade supplements, um, right there for you to purchase. And that way you ensure you're not getting counterfeit products off of Amazon or from Walmart and that sort of thing. Okay. Next question. This question is, if I have high iron levels, will donating, blood monthly reduce this and do I have to avoid iron-rich foods? How soon after donating should I retest? Well it depends on specifically what's going on, but um if you're donating well there's a couple different strategies here. Um, For donating, you can consider donating regularly for two to three months and then retesting your iron levels. You can also do that in conjunction with reducing iron-containing foods or adding foods that lower the absorption of iron. So pairing an iron-rich food like a steak with eggs, for example... Or drinking black coffee or black tea or eating beans with meals will help to reduce uh, not the iron content in the meal, but the availability of the iron to your human suit. So that can help bring down those levels as well. Hopefully that helps. Um, If you have more questions, please feel free to resubmit or reach out to me. All right. This question is asked by... um, Actually, I'm not going to say her name, <laughs> but it says I've had a million autoimmune tests run. CRP is always elevated. ANA is positive. I've had preeclampsia with both pregnancies. I have an elevated C3 negative double strand DNA. Two of my doctors say possibly lupus. And the last rheumatologist I saw said no, simply because I don't have Raynaud's. Can you help? Oh, that's a tough one. And I'm so sorry. I know it's frustrating. And I hear things like this from clients and patients every single day. Um, they say it takes an average of five years of doctor's visits to get a diagnosis for this stuff. Now, I'm absolutely happy to help. It sounds like this is a, a bigger picture that we need to than what we can do in chat. Um, I would recommend grabbing a mini consult. That link is in the show notes. So we can talk about what you've been through and see if I can help or if I can point you in the right direction. Now, what I can say here, whether you do this with me or another naturopath or another root cause practitioner or on your own, is that instead of seeking answers from doctors that are running tests and telling you, looking for a diagnosis, um, I would encourage you to start searching for root causes. You have to remember that a diagnosis is just a label. And it doesn't really matter what the end label is. So it doesn't matter if it is lupus or if it is rheumatoid or what it what that label is. That label simply directs the medication that a physician would give you. It directs the billing to the insurance um, so that they can code what you have. What matters is what's causing your symptoms. And once you find out what's causing your symptoms, you can find out how to rebalance to heal. And there's a number of different ways I can help you do that. Or you can find somebody that does what I do um, near you. But I do see people from all over the world. So hopefully that helps you. Um, But just... Try not to be frustrated. And I know it is frustrating, but you have to realize once you get that diagnosis, they're going to give you a medication to mask the symptoms. And then if you continue taking that medication and masking the symptoms, then you end up with a second autoimmune disease or third autoimmune disease. And those conditions begin to stack. All right. Next question. And this one is from a longtime listener. And she asks, any connection between dust inhalation and or sinus congestion and sudden vertigo. So she's asking if there's a connection between dust inhalation with sinus congestion and sudden sinus congestion and sudden vertigo. And absolutely there, there could be um, a connection there. There's likely a connection there if it all came on kind of in, you know, one after the other. So if you, if you were in a situation with heavy dust and then you had some sinus congestion and now you have vertigo, then I would say it's definitely linked Um It could be the dust itself or it could be a mucus, excuse me, reaction from the dust. But any exposure like that can definitely cause vertigo. So my best solution is to get to a good chiropractor ASAP. Um, You want to look for one of those chiropractors that um, doesn't say come back weekly for the rest of your life or do a ton of x-rays. You just want somebody to go in there and get you adjusted and they will take care of it. Um, And you'll be you'll be better immediately. So see if if somebody can get you in um, ASAP for that. And then our last question of today—we're blowing through these really quickly. I was worried this was going to be a super long episode. But our last question of the day is, do you have any insights on things that may help someone recover their speech and swallow mechanism? This was lost after a stroke a few years ago. Lots of recovery has happened, thankfully, but we're striving for continued improvements. Thank you. All right. Well, without a full picture of what has transpired just off the top of my head, things that will help reishi mycelium in really high doses. Now the mycelium portion of the reishi is important. So that's different than just reishi powder. Um, The mycelium, um, if you look at it under a microscope looks very similar to neurons connecting in the brain. Um, And so we know that often what looks like parts in the human body can help. And they've actually shown in in studies that reishi mycelium can help with this kind of thing. The second thing is, uh, and I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told another listener just a minute ago is looking for the underlying root causes and healing those, the underlying root causes that caused the stroke, because those will perpetuate after the stroke. Those will continue those post-stroke symptoms particularly if it's bacterial overgrowth or heavy metals, which I often see connected to stroke. Um, And that will, once you address those, that will decrease inflammation and allow those pathways to heal faster. Okay. So that is definitely something to take, to keep in mind. All right, friends, as always, if you have a question for an episode, you can submit it in our free private Facebook group, the Women's Wellness Circle, or you can use com forward slash questions to submit that. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Remember that I am always, always rooting for you, friend. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.